Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss. plushcare.com/weightloss. Going restaurants, you know, and all they want to talk about is the derby. Um, so hopefully we can win because for me, and I'm not just saying this, this Sunday is like life or death, and hopefully after Sunday I'm still alive. Campionato di calcio italiano. Welcome back to the Forza Italian Football Podcast. I say welcome back. It's welcome along to something a little bit new. Obviously, with the coronavirus's continued impact on Italian football and European football as a whole, the team at Forza Italian Football have launched this new series, which is FIF Favorites, my favorite game. Throughout the series, you're going to hear basically every single writer on the website choose their favorite game from Italian football history. And they're going to sit down with me for a few minutes and talk about it. The, the first guy I've got here is Dan Blakemore. Dan, it's a pleasure to welcome you onto the podcast for the first time. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be on. Yeah, it's an interesting little series we've got going here. Hopefully it will be well received. I'm excited about it. You seem to be excited about it as well. So first things first, what game have you chosen for us to talk about today? Uh, we've gone for um, Lazio Roma from November 1992, which I I refer to as the day Gazza became a king um, at Lazio, um, and was probably the the game that made me fall in love with with Syria. Yeah, it's it's quite a good choice, right? I've got three questions that I'm gonna or two questions that I'm gonna ask you off the bat. Um, how old were you when you first watched this? Um, I would have been around the same age as my son is now, so I was about seven years old. Do you, do you remember where you were and the, the environment you were in when you saw this game for the first time? Yeah, we were. We used to go to my grandparents' house in an area called Fairwater in Cardiff um, for Sunday lunch every week. It was football. Italia used to be on Channel 4 um, every week, uh, so there'd always be a game on in the background uh, while we were having lunch. Um, and I can still remember to this day sitting on the ugly green couch uh, <laughs> watching the game. 
it's it's amazing those little details isn't it that, that stick with you i had a terrible green couch in my childhood home as well and i remember like watching specific matches on that terrible green couch it's funny you mentioned it so this was november 29th in 1992 so probably a a miserable day in Cardiff, right? Uh, yeah, probably. I think that's pretty standard. It's always miserable here for, for the most part. Yeah, as, as someone who grew up in Bray in County Wicklow in Ireland, I completely understand that. Not too far away. Um, <laughs> right, so tell me, why this game? Um, I mean, football as a whole wasn't really accessible when I was that age, apart from the odd FA Cup game on the TV or recording a game on VHS to watch match of the day. So this was the first time really the football was on TV for you to watch. It was um, and it, the, it was the same year that the Premiership had just moved to Sky, uh, which again made it even further accessible unless you had the means to pay for it. Um, so it was just, it was kind of there. It was my first real experience of watching games live week in, week out. In terms of games to, to choose, the Derby della Capitale, it, it's not a bad choice, right? We've got a lot of different subplots within this, but I think the main thing from it is what you focused on in your article, which is Paul Gascoigne. Um, he, he scored his first Lazio goal. It was the equaliser in the Derby. And he was central to everything from the, the fifth minute until the very end. Yeah, I mean, the whole... The whole story behind it sort of gripped me as I got older and I looked further into it because, I mean, international transfers were sort of more the exception than the rule at the time. Um, lots of leagues um, had quotas. You could only have so many foreign players. Um, so for somebody from Britain to, to move over to Italy, it, it, was a, it was a huge, huge story. And especially off the back of he'd been through two horrendous injuries um, and missed an entire season. Um, so it was a, a compelling storyline, really, for a derby. Absolutely. And I suppose that added to the interest in Italian football back in the United Kingdom, where you obviously would have grown up. And Gascoigne went over to Italy a year after he was originally supposed to, because everybody in Italy knew what Paolo Gascoigne was. Obviously, his probably the standout moments, the standout weeks of his career came in Italia 90, that World Cup. And then... He was linked with the move that summer, but it never quite happened because of his injuries. He got his move, and it's fair to say the Italian media were kind of expecting a hooligan, someone who was a little bit wild off the pitch and on it as well. And it's They almost overlooked the brilliance of this player who was coming to play for one of their the bigger sides in the biggest city in the country. Yeah, I mean, I look back now, you watch modern day football and we, we talk a lot about Lionel Messi, Cristiano Ronaldo and Gaza was the sort of the same ilk. He looked like he glided when he had the ball. He was, he was absolutely magical to watch. And I think sometimes the off-field persona probably took the light away from him a little bit. He got up to plenty of things off the field that probably were in this day and age would have seen him fined and sort of out of a job. Um, but he was he was a wonderful, wonderful football player um, at the time, probably up there with with the very best in the world. Yeah, for sure. And you spoke about him gliding beyond players. One of the the standout. Well, it's not really a memory for me because I, I never saw it first time, but I've seen it since. The standout moments of Gascoigne's career for me is that goal he scored for Lazio against Pescara, where he picks up the ball in midfield 
and just glides past. I think four players really, but there are six that he moves past the general area of, and then just slots at home. And that that goal came just I think it's eight days after this derby. It was on December sixth, so whatever the maths is there, I've not worked it out. But it's just a supreme talent who also had that that fiery side to him. You saw in this game that we were speaking about the derby, five minutes in, he probably should have been sent off, right? Because <laughs> he slaps Andrea Carnavale in the face after lunging in and a horrific challenge on him. And it, nothing happened. I don't even think he got a yellow card for it. Yeah, I I rewatched the game last night when I was when I was writing the article, and I've seen it before, but that was the first time I've kind of slowed it down and watched it back. And I think there's two horror challenges in a row. Yeah. He absolutely flies in at somebody, jumps up, does it again, and then gets up, and it's almost an elbow slash slap to the face. Mm. And I think, but for me, that was at the time we talk a lot now about tough games and fast paced games. But watching that back yesterday, the speed with which the contest was played, like the technical ability on show. But when we say ferocity, like it was, it was almost dangerous at points. Some of the challenges that are flying in, so it's it's almost to keep your head and still move and be as skillful as he was in that environment is is unbelievable. Yeah, I was quite surprised because I I like you watched this game back from start to finish last night and bits again this morning, kind of preparing for this. And he was twenty five years old when he scored this goal. Uh, can you just, as, as maybe it's because of the age I am now, I'm 26, right? So when I see Gascoigne, he doesn't look 25 either when this is happening. And <laughs> everything Gascoigne has ever done in his career, I, I look at him and assume he's 33. I, I don't know what it is, but this goal, to do that at 25 years old is just quite a remarkable feat. And there were 74,000 people packed into the Olympico. It was Lazio's home game, so the majority of those would have been Bianco Celesti supporters. And it's just madness. The, the goal itself as well, it, it, Beppe Signori plays the ball in from a free kick. And it... Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. It's not 
a skill you would necessarily associate with Gascoigne, but he must be about, what, 12 yards out, and he just heads a no-chance goalkeeper sorted, the stadium erupts, and the celebrations are quite something else. I mean, when I watched it last night, it's, to, to consider he'd come back from sort of an injury which now can end careers, even with the advances in, in medicine, um, and he'd had the same thing twice in a close period of time, and the, the height he gets, just the jump, and he seems to hang there for an absolute eternity. And the ball is awful. It's a lofted free kick. There's no power behind it. And it's almost behind him. And he kind of cranes his neck back. And the power that he gets through the ball, he gives Zanetti absolutely no chance to stop it. And that, that celebration is probably... That was probably the minute when I fell in love with it. The, the atmosphere, the noise when the ball went in. And to see him run towards the curve of Nord, arms outstretched almost as if he's trying to embrace the entire stand and announce that he's arrived. It was, it's an amazing feat. And like you say, at 25 years old, you know, I, I couldn't even imagine being in that situation now. No, no, absolutely not. And the celebration is magic because he, he just loses himself and runs down beneath the Covenord and stands, you know, arms held <laughs> just out to the side and he's falling back. The, the way he's standing... I don't know if it's actually possible to stand like that because he's almost horizontal. It's <laughs> as if he's being held up by the sound waves generated in the stadium around him. It's it's phenomenal. And then you can see him walking back to the to the halfway line for kickoff again. Bearing in mind, there are only three minutes left in the game at this point, and he's in tears. Yeah, and it, again, I was. I think that's something that that endeared him to um, the then president of Lazio, Lazio, Gianmarco Caleri at the time, was Italian ninety. The the show of emotion that's probably not um, associated with England teams. Um, you know, to see him crying when he was uh, yellow carded in the semi final of the World Cup, um, and I think that's that's really what kind of brought Caleri towards him as a player as well as the skill was that he emotionally fit in um, to the environment and I suppose when I look back at it last night you remember when he when he made the move over sort of Lazio were sort of in a long period of mediocrity there'd been years spent in Serie B they hadn't won a trophy since 1974 um, they perennially finished underneath Roma in the league um, and his first season there, um, after that goal, I think when they played that game, they'd only won two of their previous 10 games. And that kind of kick-started their season. And they went on to finish fourth. So I think that goal from Gaza had wide-ranging implications for the club as, as a whole, not just in that moment. Yeah, look at the start of the season. They, they somehow beat Parma 5-2 in October. Parma went on to finish the season third. And then they beat Atalanta, the less we speak about that one, the better, on the 25th of October, 3-0 in Rome. But they lost against Torino, Foggia, Milan, they drew against Udinese. It's not a great start to the season. This was obviously the 11th round of fixtures. And yeah, you can see the emotion we spoke about in the celebration. Once you watch the game back, you can understand why everybody's so emotional, right? Because... Giuseppe Giannini opened the scoring for Roma on 47 minutes, and it, it was quite a scrappy goal. Then immediately after that, Thomas Dahl should have leveled, but he didn't. Giuseppe Signori wanted a penalty for his shirt being pulled just after the hour mark. It wasn't given. And then Diego Fuser had a shot that I don't know if it went in or not. Because he took it from about 30 yards. It smacked off the crossbar down, probably half over the line. 
and then back out. Obviously, now we would know if that went in with goal line technology and things, but the tension was definitely building. They had chance after chance after chance, injustice after injustice, and we know how those things are received in Italy as well. Yeah, I think, I mean, when I watched the game back last night, like you say, they they probably had three fantastic, I'm, I'm almost certain the, the shot off the bar went in watching it last night. I, I rewound it about four or five times and I'm positive that it went in. Um, but I mean, other than those chances, I, I suppose Lazio, they kept coming, but it never looked like they were going to break down Roma. They looked so solid at the back and it kind of, it seemed as if the game was almost kind of petering away from them um, when they got that free kick. Um, I mean, it was actually Gaza that was supposed to put the ball into the box. Um, he actually went over to take the free kick, um, he said, years later. Um, and it was Signori that told him, get in the box, I'm no good at heading. Um, so he, he shouldn't have even been there at the time. Um, but it kind of looked, as he hits the free kick into the box, you kind of think, oh, here we go. That's going to go in, they're going to head it clear, they, that's going nowhere. And he's he just rose above everybody. It was a it's an amazing sight to see, and even talking about it now, I get get goosebumps just thinking about it. Yeah, it's it's funny, isn't it? There's a you're you're Welsh, I assume, yeah. Yes, I am. Yeah. All right. So there's a, there's a Welsh guy with no particular affiliation to Paul Gascoigne, getting goosebumps talking about a goal that he scored eighteen odd years ago in a game in a different country. It's, football's not that bad, is it? I suppose football here in Wales as well. Rugby has always been. The most accessible and the it's, it's the national game so it's kind of I, now we have gareth bale but but back in those times there, there were very little in the way of sort of welsh icons to look at maybe ian rush dean saunders but it was it was something that wasn't around a lot here and italian 90 again was kind of like the first time you sort of really saw a big tournament uh, at my age anyway and gaza was kind of the focal point of that and when he moved to Italy and it became accessible to watch it on the TV, that kind of, you felt some sort of affinity with him because even though he plays for England, it's, it's Great Britain and you followed him through that World Cup. Signore will take the free kick. Descoigne, yes, he's got it! His first goal for Lazio comes three minutes from the end of the Rome derby. The saviour has saved Lazio! The fact that he was so vulnerable as well, though, I mean, we saw in his, in his later playing, there's not even that much later, right? Within the next couple of years at Lazio, people kind of took advantage of his good nature and that vulnerability, that susceptibility to, to being influenced negatively by the outside world just makes him more human. Nowadays, we see footballers and, like Cristiano Ronaldo and Lionel Messi there's the, the jokes that they're extraterrestrials, right? They're not human. But Gascoigne very much was and still is a flawed, vulnerable person. Yeah, I mean, when he obviously he had the, the first knee injury from the FA Cup final, um, and when he re-injured his knee, it was actually in a nightclub brawl where he was sticking up for his sister when he'd gone out on a night out with his friends. And I mean, could, could you imagine that happening now to Lionel yeah. Messi in Barcelona? It's just, just not something, he was, he was just a normal, normal boy from the northeast that just happened to kind of have this talent and stumble into football. Um, and I think I think at points during his career, he, he found it difficult to to separate um, separate football from normal life, and he was he, he got caught up in it. And I mean, 
if he was still living in Newcastle, would he be in the same position he is now without the money? I suppose we'll never know. Um, but I think a lot of people took advantage of him over the course of his career and his sort of childlike nature. And his, he, he was always willing to give to people. Um, and it, it's quite sad now when you, you look and you see um, the situation he's in at the moment um, to think that somebody that great um, has kind of been taken advantage of to the point that he's ended up in, in, in a pretty horrible state. Yeah, it is nice to see that the, the Lazio fans still adore him. They still remember him for, for the good he gave that club. He obviously went back in 2012, I think it was, for, for a game. And the, the Curva Nordenville, the banner, which said, Lionhearted, headstrong, pure talent, real man, still our hero. He's still adored there. Yeah, 100%. I, I mean, um, for a couple of months ago, I was working with a guy from Genoa. Um, and the first conversation we had about Italian football was he brought up Gaza. Um, and he said, I, I don't think I've ever ever seen a player come from overseas that still has that that level of love and passion from the fans um, at the club he played at because he's he really endeared himself from the moment he landed um, until the moment he left. He's one of those players. I've got a mate here in Parma from Liverpool. And every time he introduces himself as being English and the conversation goes to football, the first thing that gets said is, ah, Gascoigne. And even with me as, as an Irishman, because I speak English, if I talk about football, people will say, ah, oh, Gascoigne, Gascoigne. And uh, this is Parma, right? There's no particular affiliation to Paul Gascoigne here, but he just left an impact on, on everybody that watched him play in Italy. Yeah, I think he did it everywhere he went. I mean, even now when you see Scottish football, um, he spent a period at Rangers and he, he's still lauded in Rangers as a hero as well. Um, I, I think it's just the personality that he carried with him. Um, I think it's difficult to like somebody that's so caring and so so jovial. So I think he's had that impact pretty much everywhere he's gone. One thing that I feel a personal need to mention about this game is Sinisa Mihailovic playing for Roma in it. This is one of those things that slips my mind as ever having happened. But of course, Mihailovic did spend, what was it, a couple of seasons at Roma before moving on to Sampdoria and then finding his way to Lazio where he spent six years and he's, he's more fondly remembered there, shall we say. But Dan, I, I think that brings us to the end of this, unless you've anything else to add. No, that's all. It's been been a pleasure to be on and to speak to you in person. Yeah, it's been very, very nice. So everybody listening, do keep an eye out over the next couple of weeks while Italy remains in quarantine. We're going to need something to do and you guys are going to need something to listen to and to read, I'm sure. So keep your eye on ForzaItalianFootball.com. Keep refreshing your iTunes feed, your Spotify feed, wherever you get your podcasts, you will find this. And yeah, keep an eye on it. We've got this and a load of other things to come as well. You'll be hearing from me, the usual suspects, Kev, Vito. We'll have Suhail, Marco, Adriano, Sean, maybe a little bit of Dove as well. So we're going to have plenty of content going up. So head over to ForzaItalianFootball.com. We're still here. Dan, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure and I'll speak to you soon, mate. Thank you. Cheers, mate.
il firmamento è sempre la più bella ed ogni volta che rintocca il campanone ho voglia di cantare questa canzone Lazio sul prato verde vola Lazio tu non sarai mai sola Un'aquila nel cielo, più in alto sempre volerà. Insieme a te Aquilotto noi voliamo via, la domenica sempre ci fai compagnia. Con le bandiere al vento e un tuffo in fondo al cuore, sono brividi forti e voglia di gridare perché il coro che fa. Dice Lazio sei grande, te volevo bene Lazio, sul prato verde vola Lazio, tu non sarai mai sola Vola, un'aquila nel cielo Più in alto sempre
A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible Resistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.